Amen. Awesome. 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 Hey, uh, happy birthday. No way. No. Happy birthday. No way. Amen. It's his birthday. He's having cake and none of us were invited. uh, Hey, uh, Stephen and Brianna aren't with us today, uh, but they are with us. They're online. Everybody give a big shout to Stephen and Brianna. Amen. My understanding is they participated in Sex and Connection. That's according to Mike Novakovich. That's on. So, okay. All right. (laughs) Amen. He did good, son. All right. Man, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been a, a kind of a busy couple weeks. You know, and, and, and anybody have busy going on in your life? Yeah. Hey, Amen. And, and uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the news is that it's probably not going to change. You know, uh, God's leading you, and, and, and he's, he's, he's leading you into battles. You know, it would be nice. I mean, we, we, we would really like him to lead us to, to like, Hawaii. You know, lead me to Hawaii. I mean, you know, we, we were looking around the other day. All the boys are married. They all got wives. They, they, all, they all have all done really well. The, uh, the whole family gets along. Everybody loves each other. Everybody's smiling and giving high fives, and, and it's really cool. I'm thinking, Shelby and I should move. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, let's, let's go someplace calm now. Let's just, let's just check out. And, and uh, uh but God's leading it, and then he ends up taking you into battles, and he leads you into battles you can't win. And he leads you into problems you can't solve. And he leads you into situations you can't afford. Huh? Shelby's happy. Stephen's hilarious. I'm broke. <laughs> you know, uh, you know he, he's taking you places, and, and, but, but it's always for your benefit. And, and, you know, one of, one of the things, one of the things that, we, that, that we learn as we walk with God is, uh, is that, that he doesn't change. You know, he, he's not different one day. He's, he's, not, he's not for you, you know, Sunday and then trying to take you out by noon on Monday. You, you know, he, he doesn't change. He's for you. He, and and, and he's, he's, he's with you. All, he said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. And every step of the journey, he's right there. And sometimes I think, sometimes I think we need to remember that God is with me, and I'm not on my own. You know, I like what it says in, in Psalms. Uh, it's like a hundred and uh, what's the really long one? One nineteen. I could say there because then it could be anywhere, and you'd never find it. But I think it's Psalms one hundred eighteen. Like, like around verse 6, or, uh, and it says, the Lord is on my side. I mean, uh, you know, if you get something today, maybe this could be one of the nuggets that, that, you, would, that you would meditate on, that you would think about, that you would uh, focus your attention to. The Lord is on my side. It's not, it's, not, it's not talking about he's on my team. He's on my side. He's right here. Okay? He's, he's, he's with me. He's with me. I'm not alone. I'm not on my own. I got help. I said, I got help. Look at, look at the person next to you and tell them, you need help. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, when we handle life, I don't know if you know this or not, but when we handle life, uh, even with the best intentions and e- e- even with the 
purest of motives, and even, even with uh, you know, passion surging through our body, uh, we have a tendency to experience setbacks, shortcomings, failures. We make mistakes. And mistakes have a, ha, have a, a, a propensity to, to, to tie you to a certain spot in an attempt to keep you from moving forward. They become the excuse and the explanation for why you're not where you should be doing what you know you should be doing, touching the lives that you could be touching, impacting the, you know, the environment the way that you could. You know, well, because I've made mistakes. And, and it's bad enough that I make mistakes on my own. I know that's shocking for some of you. But it's bad enough that, that, that I make mistakes on my own and they impact my world. But what happens when the mistake wasn't even my fault? When it wasn't, when it, when it wasn't my mistake, but it was a mistake made by somebody else that now is preventing me from the future that I had hoped for. When mistakes impact relationship or, or, or finances or, or health or, or mental stability, when mistakes begin to, to, to uh, like clog the arteries and, 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 and it's like they're sucking you backwards and you're trying to move forward and you know that God is calling you to, to, to a place and you can kind of see it and, and you get this picture in your mind and he begins to paint on the canvas of your faith, you know, a, a final product, but all you see are all of the things that stand between you and where you're supposed to be and, you, and it's a mountain of mistakes. And then, and then you know, because, it, see, our, the way our mind works, we, it, it's two basic functions, memory and imagination. And if we live our life from memory, well, it's really difficult to enter into the new life that, that we're supposed to be elevated into. You know, it's really hard to, to uh, you know, to celebrate newness of life when, when all I have is, is the memory of all these mistakes. When, when the only way friends and family can identify you is with your past, it's difficult to walk in the new life. Because there ain't nobody coming, listen, uh, this, this is not a derogatory, mean-spirited statement. But there just aren't going to be a bunch of folks showing up to push you into your future. Not in comparison to the forces that are going to attempt to hold you to your past. See, and if you're going to get the future... See, God's a God of future. I know the thoughts and the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. You don't need to be reminded of your past. Not, not again. You need to be introduced to your future. But it's like mistakes that are trying to hold you back. And what is up with all these mistakes? Because we've made them. Man, I haven't made it through a week yet. I'm just looking for the first week. You know, a mistake-free week. 
What are you laughing at? There's people looking at me laughing like, <laughs> there's a man of faith. It ain't going to happen. Because there's mistakes everywhere. And, and, and isn't it weird? But those are what, when you get ready, I'm okay, I'm launching out. And, but the, the thought is, well, remember last time? Huh? Remember the last time you tried that? Remember the last time you stepped out? Remember the last time you believed? Remember the last time you put yourself out there, you got hurt? Remember? Lamentations. Check this, check this out. I'll never forget the trouble. How do you forget the trouble? I mean, that trouble was real. And I know the Bible says, remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. I get it, but how in the world? I'll never forget the trouble, the utter lostness, the taste of ashes. taste of death, the taste of failure, the poison I've had to swallow. I mean, and it's one thing when it was your mistake, but when it's somebody else's, man, that just does not help. I'll never forget the trouble, the lostness, the taste of asses, the, the poison I've swallowed. I remember it all. Oh, how well I remember. It's funny how good your memory is when it comes to remembering the last stupid thing Jack Wagon did. You do realize that many, many people, that's how they will remember you, by the last dumb thing you did. And that's what they use to hold you to the past. And, that, and it's not even, you know, a mean evil intention but it's like you don't need anybody helping you to remember the feeling of hitting the bottom okay when when you were telling everybody god's on my side and then it fell apart oh how well i remember what it's like to experience the shame and the humiliation, the pain and the nasty taste in my mouth that came from the result of mistakes, both mine and somebody else's. See, and that's what the enemy wants you to remember. He wants you to remember the trouble. Remember the trouble? Remember the trouble? He doesn't want you to remember that God said, I'll be with you in trouble. He, does, you know, he, 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 he wants you to remember the lostness, but he doesn't want you to remember that, oh, I once was lost. But now, but now I, I'm found. The taste of ashes. See, he wants you to remember the taste of ashes, but to forget the fact that you have been raised up out of the ashes. He wants you to remember the poison you've swallowed and forget to think about the goodness of God in the land of the living. I remember it well. Look, look at the next verse. This is awesome. But there's one other thing I remember. There's one other thing. There's one other thing. See, everybody say one other thing. There's one other thing I remember. And remembering, this is how I keep a grip on hope. 
Oh, I can't forget. I'll never forget the trouble. I'll never forget the trouble. But there's something else I remember. <laughs> I'll never forget the trouble. Come on, some of you guys, you've had total screw-ups in all areas of life. And the enemy is wanting you to identify yourself with a failed marriage or a failed business or a failed dream or a, some type of failure. It all based on mistakes. And he wants you, if he can, he'll get you to blame God on, 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 on the misery. See, because he's just trying to separate you from God. Man, if God really loved me, this wouldn't have happened. But wait a minute, you, you made choices, right? You made choices that took you to where you are. And, and, and we, we don't want to own that, but we, 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 but we use that as the nail to, to, to nail us to a place on, you know, in life so that we can't move forward. And you don't need to remember the decisions you made. You need to be considering the ones that you didn't make. I mean, obviously, you made certain decisions that impacted your relationships, that impacted your finances, that impacted your health. But what about the decisions you didn't make? And you weren't strong enough at that point to make the right decision, but now I have strength for all things. I'm ready for and equal to anything that comes my way. What if I started making the decisions I wouldn't make? I could probably get to the place I couldn't get. See, the enemy keeps wanting to take you back, and it's hard to move forward. When you have to go backward first. He said, but there's one other thing I remember. And remember, this is how I keep a grip on God's, uh, on hope. God's loyal love couldn't have run out. Oh, you need to get this. That, uh, and keep this verse up. I'm going to quote a couple other ones. I know you're going to be tempted to flash them up there because I gave them to you. But don't do it. Just leave it right here. I want, because I, 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 I got to finish this. But, uh, if you've been raised with Christ, if you are in Christ, how many people are in Christ? You do realize, that was kind of like heaven's bell went off right as we raised our hand. <laughs> Bing! Yes. <laughs> I love support. The support teams here are amazing. Okay. If you are in Christ, if you are in Christ, then when God's looking at you, He's not really seeing you. He's seeing Christ. That's good. That's so good. And so he sees you, <laughs> but he sees Christ because you are in Christ. And he doesn't see the mistake, but he sees the miracle that's inside the mistake. Yeah. Oh, baby. Man, we might go off today. Because here's what, here's what God loves. One of the things I love about God is that God is like, it turns his crank. This is what, it, it gets him excited. He, he likes to take things that were meant to hurt you and use them to make you better. <laughs> see, when God looks at you, he doesn't see your past, your present, your future. He sees the total product. He sees the end at the beginning. At the beginning, he's already been to the end. He's, he's not in time. And he's, he's, he's looking at the whole thing. And he's, that's why he can direct your steps. That's why we know that all things work together for good for those that love God and those who are called according to his purpose. Because he's not hung up over your mistake. 
He's excited about the miracle that's inside your mistake. Because when you make a mistake, he, he, he births a miracle to replace the mistake. But if you will remember the trouble and, and forget about his love, see, the, here's the deal, is that his love couldn't have run out. Why? Because he, he's looking at you. He loves, he loves you not one bit less than he loves Jesus. His, his love, his mercy couldn't have dried up. Why? Because it's new every morning. Oh man, I'm praying that somebody will get a revelation that I get to start new every morning. I made a mistake. Oh, there's a miracle in my mistake. There's a miracle in my mistake. One of the miracles in your mistake is that his mercy. See, mercy is when you get. No, grace is when you get what you don't deserve. Mercy is when you don't get what you do deserve. I mean, you do know what you do deserve, right? You deserve to be a greasy spot in the highway of life. You do deserve to be drop kicked through the goalposts of life. You do deserve. You do deserve, but you don't get what you do deserve. That's mercy, and it doesn't dry up. It's new every morning. Now, if hell's freaking out right now because if you get a revelation that what happened Saturday loses its grip on my Sunday. And what was intended to harm me Saturday, God's going to use to elevate me today. But you don't understand, these mistakes are huge. Right. I mean, they've, they've, they've literally moved me. Right. But there is a miracle in your mistake. See, but the enemy wants you to focus on the mistake because if you won't get over your mistake, you'll never get a hold of your miracle. See, you, you, you got to let the mistake go. You can't be focused on the mistake. You got to be seeking the miracle that was going to be birthed from the mistake. You with me? It's all through the book. It's all through the book. But it doesn't help us to speed read the book. You got to stop and slow down. And Well, Mark 4, 24 says, it's the level of thought and study you give to the truth you hear that determines the power that that truth will produce in your life. You got you to you, you you realize that, okay, if any man be raised in Christ. Look, look, look at this with me in Colossians 3. It says, it says in Colossians 3 that if, if you were raised with Christ, then you're going to change the things you're looking for. Stop looking for the mistakes. Start looking for the miracle. See, uh, and look at verse 2. He said, and, and, and set your mind. So your mindset's got to be elevated. Now, you've got you to elevate your mindset. Oh, I don't think that way. Start. Okay, because until you do, you ain't going nowhere. So you got you got to elevate your mindset, and you got to start asking God. A great question to ask God is, "What do you think about this?" And I know that we're all really good about telling God what we think. <laughs> Isn't it funny when we go to God and give Him information He already has? But elevate your mindset, and look at, look at verse three. 
For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Look at this. I love verse 4. When Christ, who, who is our life, appears, that's when you begin to appear. See, and, and, and when, you, when you allow Christ to begin to, to manifest in your life, that's when the real you begins to show up. And, 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 and we have to elevate this thing, man. We, we got to decide that today, today I'm making a change. I'm not going to be hung up on mistakes. I'm going to be in search. Of, I'm seeking. I'm a seeker for the miracles that are supposed to be birthed from my mistakes. I mean, I mean, in the book of Ruth, it's a huge book. It's like four or five chapters. Probably takes 11 minutes to read the book. You should, you should, you should take some time this, this week and really, really invest in it. Put 15 minutes in there. And read this whole story. Because of time, I, I, can't, I won't do it justice. But, but it says, now it came to pass. And by the way, there are things that come into your life and you don't like it. But you just always remember, it came to pass. The purpose of this thing coming was... To pass. It didn't come to stay. It came to pass. Okay? So be encouraged. It came, but it's on its way out. And in the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land. There was a famine. A famine is a temporary setback. Do you think that you might experience some temporary setbacks in life? It, only if you choose to live. Right? Well, my Bible says that it was a, it was a very difficult, you know, it's a severe. Okay, so you're going to have severe setbacks. And, and, and this guy, a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, and I wish I had a lot more time because Bethlehem, Judah, Bethlehem's the word, Judah is praise. This man, because of a temporary setback, even though it was a big one, it was a hardship on his life. He separated himself from the word and from praise, and he packed up his family, and he moved out. We're getting out of here. Why? Well, because I don't like what's going on. So he separates himself from the word and from praise. Don't you ever separate yourself from the word or from praise. And, and, and he gets out there. Did I, did I give you like verse 2? His name was Elimelech. And, and when you read the story, you're going to find out that Elimelech was eliminated. Okay? Uh, uh, and Elimelech, and, and he was married to Naomi. And they had a couple of boys. And, and they went to the country of Moab, and they remained there. So here, here's, let, let me give you the, you know, the, the, the collapsed version of the story. So Elimelech encounters a setback, and he makes decisions, and they are mistakes. He makes a mistake, and it's huge. It's huge. And it impacts his wife. It impacts his boys. It impacts people around him. It impacts everybody. And, and he goes to Moab, which is a country that's worshiping other gods, and there's other stuff going on. But he gets down there. But, but uh, when he gets down there, the boys, the boys are The boys are boys. And you know, you, know, you know what the boys, you know, I told you, if you're looking for something, you'll find it. You know what they were looking for? Chicks. And, and, and they each found them one, and they get married. Right? Well, Elimelech dies. Now, the boys are the, are, are the leaders of the house. Unfortunately, they have wives, and they die. So now they're down there, and, and look, at, look at the results of these mistakes. It's, I mean, some, his mistakes are killing people. And, and, but there's this, there's this little gal down there, Ruth. That if, if Elimelech hadn't made a mistake, then they would and moved to, to Moab, then, then, then Ruth would have never met the boy, wouldn't have married the boy, and wouldn't have met Naomi, and her mother-in-law. Because Elimelech made a mistake, but, but it, there's a miracle because uh, Ruth met the boy, got married, and met 
Naomi, who was, became her mother-in-law, and her mother-in-law tells the two daughter-in-laws, listen, I ain't got nothing left. We ain't got nothing here, but God's moving. God's moving, and I know where he's moving at, and I know something about the word, and I know something about praise, and I'm going back to where I belong. But you, you girls, you're from this country, you, you know, so just stay here. And one of them says, peace out, and, but, but, but you know, Ruth, she says, no, 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 no. I'm going with you. Where you go, I go. Where you stay, I stay. I'm going to follow you, and she wrote a song that's still being sung today. It's making her lots of money. And, and, and she gets back, and, and see, without the mistake of a liminal, like she would have never known what it was like to be in the Word and into praise. And, but, but she comes back, and she is taking care of her mother-in-law because she has that much character, and, and, and she's not lazy, and she's hard worker, and she's diligent. And so she goes out, and she begins to beg in a field. But see, here's, here's what God is, that God has planned a life that only he could imagine. And I'm telling you, she would have never imagined the life that she was walking into. But God had imagined a future for her that was beyond her wildest imaginations. And she's in a field begging that in a couple of minutes, she's going to own it. And I kind of wonder how many people in the room today have been begging in a field that, that if you keep moving forward, you'll actually own that sucker. I'm telling you that God's able to do exceeding abundantly above and beyond anything you could ask, think, or imagine. That God, but, but, but let, me, let me just remind you that Ruth, she, she wasn't sitting around praying prayers and asking God to deliver pizza. She was out there working, and, and she was homeless and destitute, but she was taking care. She didn't have enough for herself, but she's making sure her mom-in-law is being taken care of. And if Elimelech hadn't made a mistake, she, she wouldn't have ever met the son. She would have never gotten married. She would have never known Naomi. She wouldn't have had the tie to Naomi. She wouldn't have moved back to the, to the word and to praise. She would have never known anything about the word and the praise. She would have never went to beg in that field. She would have never been seen by, by Boaz. She would have never got married. She would have never received her inheritance. Why? Because there was a miracle that was birthed in a mistake. See, if you can't get over your mistake... You can't get a hold of your miracle. Oh, I remember the trouble. Everybody does that. Oh, I remember the trouble. I remember the taste of ashes. Everybody's got that down. I remember the, the loss. I remember what they did. It's not my fault. We can all say that. It's their mistake. Oh, be, be really careful. Because when I give you the mistake, I'm giving you the miracle. And quite frankly, I want the miracle. So, it was my mistake. See, when, when you got mad at me, that was my fault. Why? Because I want the miracle. Did you mean to make me mad? Didn't even know I did. I had, I had a lady last night say, uh, hey, a couple of weeks ago when you were preaching, you, and, and you looked at me and you said something, and, and the look on your face, and I said, you do realize that there's bright lights there. I can't see you. <laughs> she goes, well, I just wondered if it upset you when I, when, when, you know, when I, and I'm like, Never knew you did that. Till now. 
I had a guy ask me one time for, for a meeting, I need to come in and talk to you. And said, okay. And he said, there's some things we need to talk about. I need to tell you what I did because I need you to ask you for forgiveness. I'm like, you might not want to tell me what you did because right now I can forgive you. Tell me. Maybe not, okay? So, uh, but here, here's the deal. Here's the deal is that the miracle, man, you can have the miracle. You can, can get this. Every day, his mercy is fresh. Every day. So whatever the miracle, whatever the, the, whatever the, oh man, whatever the mistake, who cares? Embrace the miracle. Look, seek for the miracle. Get a miracle mindset. God, you're going to take what the enemy intended to use to harm me, and you're going to turn it, and you're going to use it for my good, and I'm going to live a life that humiliates hell today, and I might have missed it last night, but your mercy is new every morning. And it's important that you start walking with a miracle mindset so that you can get others there. It's important that you recognize that God wants to use you to bring miracles to the masses, but you won't release them if you're not experiencing them yourself. You cannot consistently perform a task that's inconsistent with your character. See, you won't, you won't be a releaser of miracles. If you've been mining for mistakes. See, you have to make a choice. I, 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 I can remember the trouble. Or I can remember the never dying love. I, I can remember the, 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 the taste of ashes. Or I can remember the taste of goodness. <laughs> oh, there's things in life that happen that we don't like. But that actually makes the miracle better. There are things in life that aren't your fault, but there are things that are. But it doesn't change God. See, the, the place that you stand today, I promise you this, that God hasn't reached you to leave you where you are. He hasn't chased after you. So that you could remain broken. He hasn't pursued you so that you could stay down. But He wants to introduce you to the miracle that comes right after the mistake. The mistake is real, but the miracle is life. The miracle is life. After death wears itself out, life looks at it. You done? You finished? And it stands back up again. And your mistakes, they might have you on the ground. But Paul said, we're struck down never struck out <laughs> never struck out come on somebody give God a shout
Thank you, God. There's a miracle in your mistake. Right, just bow your head and close your eyes. And for some people in the room today, here's the mistake that you've been repeating. You've been trying to handle life your way. Instead of surrendering your life and embracing his way. We're all going to pray a prayer together. And I won't call you out and I won't have you stand. But if you're here today and you recognize that, man, I've made a lot of mistakes, which means I got a lot of miracles coming. I, 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 need, I need to surrender my life. I'm tired of making that mistake. I'm not going to make the mistake of living my life for myself as being my own ruler. I'm going to let, I'm going to let Jesus come. I'm going to let God change my life. I'm going to get real with God today. We're all going to pray this prayer together. And I, I want to personally agree with you in prayer. So all heads are bowed and eyes are closed. You're here and you say, you know what, Tom? I'm making this prayer my prayer today. We're praying it today and I'm making it mine. I want you to just hold your hand up really high. I just want to agree with you. Just lift it up right now. Thank you. 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 It's awesome. Thank you. You can put them down. You can put them down. But keep your head bowed for just a minute because you know what? There's people that are slow. You're thinking, well, I don't know. You know, it's not that bad. Hey, don't keep making that same mistake. Don't keep, don't keep making excuses for yourself. Just right now, we're, we're just going to pray. But right now, I mean, you, you just need to respond. You need to take a step towards God. You say, okay. God changed my life. I mean, you're still struggling because you're trying to come up with, with the reason why your mistake is bigger. No, no. His mercy is bigger than your mistake. You need, you need to embrace that today. Just hold your hand up really high. Say, okay. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Man, there's a lot of hands there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's awesome. Awesome. Everybody pray this with me. Just say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I know I need your love. I know I need your acceptance. I know I need your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you. Every day of my life, I'm starting today. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, everybody, give God a big praise.